Hello and welcome to episode 152 for Schnozcast on Saturday, December 11th, 2021. This is Bob, joined by my excellent co-hosts, Nick, Todd, and special guest, Greg Gumto. We've got a few segments we're going to get through tonight, including booze news, existential question, maybe a little airing of grievances. Oh, yeah. Lightning round, some gentlemen's <laughs> agreement, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And pick of the week. Oh, it's not. It's not live. Seriously. Oh, it says we're live now. Oh, but it's only showing that, or is it showing us live? No, no. Looks like it's live. No, looks like we're live. Got to speed up your uh, uh, connection, Greg. there, Greg. It's your house, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's your phone, man. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow, hey, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Please uh, join us here every weekend. At this uh, rough time and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, you know what, sometimes we do it in a different day and sometimes we have to move the time because the schedule's whatever. But you know what you can do? You can follow us. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. You can subscribe to us on social media. And then you'll know for sure. Um, out on uh, the streaming services, you can find us out on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify is the big one. Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, Stitcher, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also, as I mentioned, follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, uh, all at Schnozcast. If you want to send us an email with uh, any of your concerns or questions uh, that we will answer on the air, you can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com. Or if you're like, that takes way too fucking long, mm-hmm. I just got to get it out right now. You can call or text us immediately at 618-SHOCKER. The Shocker line. Yeah, and if for the spelling impaired, that's uh, S H O C K E R. Shocker. Baby. So, gentlemen, good to be back. Yeah, welcome back, buddy. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, I missed you guys. Little hiatus. Little hiatus. Uh, you know, it uh, took a couple of weeks just to kind of, you know, reflect, mm-hmm. look inward, uh, grow as a person. And and here I am. You didn't want to get up off those new couches, did you? Uh, dude, I I noticed you. I don't think I was out of the bed for seven seven straight days. I noticed you grew a little bit, but I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's my girlish figure. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to be back, man. Uh, I wouldn't uh, wish that shit on anybody. So, so for, yeah, for the listeners, uh, we didn't really fill anyone in on what was going on with you. If you want to share, yeah, or don't uh, share. I caught I caught a case of the COVIDs. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So uh, luckily, luckily, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, so f- number one, I was vaccinated, and while while I was vaccinated with both shots, it was back in March, so I was probably due for a booster, which I hadn't yet gotten. Like an idiot. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, thank you. But um, but uh, I'm sure that the vaccine vaccination helped uh, in making it not as bad as it might otherwise have been. And then on top of that, I had. A girlfriend who have a girlfriend who let's wait, make sure, whoa, whoa, let's whoa, make, whoa, wait, let's make sure it's it's let's I'm make like, sure who it's is she? present tense. Have a girlfriend who is very big into supplemental medicines and uh, homeopathic treatments and whatever other you know. She does a lot of reading, so I took a picture. I can't remember if I sent it to you guys or not, but I I can a picture of my bedside table, mm-hmm. which is just littered with bo- bo- bottles of pills. <laughs> I mean everything from. 
you know, vitamins, vitamin C, uh, quercetin, turmeric, um, uh, arginine, uh, you know, milk thistle, osha root, all this shit that I never would have taken on my own. That, you know, I got to give her credit. Uh, I fully believe that that plus the vaccination meant that I was really only out of commission for a good seven days before I was, I could get up and kind of feel a little bit normal again and just wait out the time. You got to wait until you're not contagious anymore. So yeah, <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. So, and the, the worst part is I got to wait. Now I got to wait another 90 days before I could even get the booster if I want to get it. Which I guess is CDC guidelines, but I mean, I think your immunity went up. I mean, yeah, yeah I've got all manner of, you know, uh, antibodies now, so mm -hmm. you could probably drop me into like a zombie cavern and I'd be fine. Your body is the antibody. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my body was a wonderland. Huh. Mm -hmm. Maybe not with this girlish figure, but okay. So how was the, how was everybody? What did I miss? Oh, you know. Oh hey, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's let's cover the the elephant in the room uh, real quick. So, Mr. Uh, no, the elephant's not in the room anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Koryaslewski uh, couldn't join <laughs> us tonight. Couldn't join us tonight. Um, he had uh, what I'm I'm categorizing as a uh, married man obligation. Uh, he actually told me he wanted to boogie woogie woogie till he just couldn't boogie anymore. <laughs> it was one of those things where uh, I talked. I talked to him yesterday, and I said, uh, "What are you doing again?" And I, not to give all of it away, but suffice to say, there was it, it was definitely a uh, family function, not not his family, but hers. Uh huh. And uh, there was dancing that was going to be involved. And I'm like, why the fuck are you going to this? You don't dance. He's like, he goes, yeah, well, this is just, this is just what I do now. <laughs> this is the cost. Like, this is this what is I cost. have to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just, been, like, but I never heard that, that tone of voice before from him. That, well. sound like a defeated man. I guess this is just <laughs> my, this is me now. This is life now. There's one less mason jar that this way is available to him now. <laughs> so I'm like, buddy, uh, is there are there any other males that are going to be at this thing? He's like, well, there's going to be a couple of you know, uh, you know, couple of couple of guys, couple of boyfriends, couple of fly brothers that are going to be couple there. Other dudes who are freaking whipped. Some jive, tur <laughs> some jive turkeys. <laughs> yeah, for for those of you who don't know, Corey is at some sort of uh, discotheque tonight <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a great that's exactly where he is tonight and he's probably pounding drinks i would with his no i i imagine he's on the dance floor lighting it up sweating he, dude, needed to probably, don't, he, probably he doesn't dance he does not Yo, dance. he does today did we do that shot hey. no we didn't nope. do the shot. no it's right oh like... no, we're trying to get i just kind of went right into the story <laughs> okay so uh, just to finish it off so i go i go look if you want me to I said, and there's a party bus involved. So as soon as somebody says party bus, you know, I'm like, well, he's not going to be here. There's no way you, you can't get off a party bus. So I said, you can <laughs> go ahead, Todd. Tell me, how do you, how, how would he have gotten out of this with the Todd <laughs> Dillon plan? Well, you slow the bus down. He's not driving the bus. <laughs> Tuck and roll. He, he doesn't need to be driving the bus. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying you can't get off a party bus. It's been done. You, I've seen it. You calling a bomb I've threat? Ex executed it. <laughs> wow. 
How do you get the bus to slow down? Now, now this isn't another Todd Dillon slapping story, is it? <laughs> you're on the right. You're on the right track, Nick. <laughs> it is possible to get out the party bus. So I told him, I go, I will, I will meet you there in the afternoon, and you drive there, and I'll meet you there, and I'll drive you back to Roseville, so that you'll have a car waiting there. And you can get the fuck out whenever you can. If you think you can pull this off, he's like, eh, "I'll let you know." I never heard. I never heard from him. So, dude, he's I in the center the- of a dance floor doing the conga line, probably right now. <laughs> he, you know what? I, uh, hats off to him. Uh, we we joke and we kid, but you know he's doing the right. He's doing the boyfriend thing. He's doing the fiance thing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! S- sometimes he's you got himself a- some divorce money right now. <laughs> Well, so you could argue the fact that he's smartly waiting until after the marriage to put his foot down and go, I'm not going to any fucking discotheque. That's a ladies' yeah. thing. There you that's go. A, that, that'd that's be not going to happen. Why, why? I was going to say, and that'd be foolish. Why is that? He's better off doing it before the wedding? <laughs> I don't think it's better. I think he's doing exactly what he needs to if he likes Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, but I'm asking you as a married man, married for yeah. quite a while, what's the move yeah. then? When can you put your foot down and go, I'm not fucking You don't put your foot down, dude. You, 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 you see what you can get away with, man. You ask, you plan ahead. You, you, you get, you kind of lay the seeds of letting them make the decision for you because you've actually planted the seeds to guide them in the right direction. What would Todd Dillon all- have done if he were in this pickle? Exactly. No, I'm asking, what would Todd Dillon have done if he was in this pickle? I'll, I'll tell you right now, yeah. I've, I've been friends with this guy for many years. He's not planning ahead or planting any seeds. So <laughs> well, he's just... Then he's he's, he's, he's like dragged to a lot of dances. He's like he's like water. He's the path of least resistance. That's, that's exactly. Then he's going to be at a lot of dances, doing a lot of ass shaking on dance floors, or he's going to be divorced. No, he, he, he won't do that. He won't do that. He will. But he'll be there. If Danielle... If Danielle... Come on! It'll be done. <laughs> and if you don't think I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to tell Danielle every chance I get how dance has saved Mary and I's marriage for 20 some years. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Todd. <laughs> you got, yeah. Listen, oh. do yourself a favor. <laughs> you and your beau take a, exactly. a couple wedding dance classes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So he's going to push, ba- oh he's gonna push back. Can you imagine he's going to right, push back right from marriage classes to dance classes before he even gets married? <laughs> His body is not going to let him dance. We, we have issues just following behind him walking, so these, there's, there's going to be no dancing. All right, uh, Todd. I lost tortoise. Is Todd, be able to, we to miss you, Corey. We miss you. <laughs> Todd, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? Oh, actually, I'm drinking Crown a really, really nice stone brewing Sochaveza Imperial Stout. Uh, uh, fantastic. Sochaveza? Sojaveza. Mm. Okay. All right. And what's your shot? Uh, stone Brewing. And yeah. my shot is Crown Apple, baby. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Well, get yourself the Crown Apple, man. Well, the this this giant jug that we have of Fireball, uh, within the 15 minutes it was getting cold, we've now got it back to the well, store temperature. temperature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Salute. All right. Oh, yeah. oh God. That's what I'm Moses smell don't, the roses. Don't, don't ever let me hold us up that long. Yeah, I won't. <sighs> Wonderful. That's the good stuff. Mm. All right. Um, Nick? Yeah, go we're ahead. We're going to jump into booze news. All right. 
And now it's time for booze news. (laughs) All right. Uh, I got a booze news, fellas, and I think Todd does too. So I do. Todd, I'm going to jump in here and go first and let you prep, sir. I'm prepped, but (coughs) you go ahead. Uh, Okay. So there's been uh, a little bit of talk, I think, in the last couple of weeks about the uh, Christmas Story House in Cleveland. Um, being available to visit and also stay, uh, either stay at or across the street, potentially, in an Airbnb type of situation. Is it a Home Alone house or the Christmas Story house? Well, that, that we were talking about the Christmas Story okay. house. My booze news is about the Home Alone house. And this is a promo. That's okay. Stealing my thunder, Greg. <laughs> this is part of a promo for their new film, Home Sweet Home Alone, which I know nothing about. I can only assume that Macaulay Culkin is not in it. And neither is Joe Pesci. But so as a promo for this new movie, they're offering up the Chicago house. That's the home alone house uh, with a uh, with an Airbnb uh, booking. It's uh, you can submit a request. So you have to actually go online to submit a request. But uh, it the request period starts uh, started on December 7th, uh, which was last Monday. Uh and it stay and the stay itself is for December twelfth, which I think is tomorrow. So hurry up if you're really interested. <laughs> you got you got one day to do it. Uh, it's not a contest. Whoever gets the house will have to handle their own travel accommodations and per release pay taxes and fees of an undisclosed amount. But the price tag is only twenty five bucks for one night. Wow. And Airbnb is making one time donation to a children's hospital in Chicago. Um, it'll be open to four guests, which is weird because the McAllister family, as I recall, had like a shitload of, of children, but you can only have four people here. But the <laughs> home com, comes equipped with lights and a Christmas tree, and as a guest, you get treated to pizza and microwavable mac and cheese. Um, they have activities, which include setting up booby traps, uh, a meet and greet with a tarantula, just like the one that Kevin has in the movie, and a, <laughs> and a screening of the new movie Home Sweet Home Alone. And they And if you're a guest, you get to take home a Lego... Home Alone set. Wow. Yeah, so I thought that was nice. pretty cool. Uh, but if you're an anti-vaxxer, uh, you're out of luck because if you stay there, you have to follow local, state, federal, and Airbnb COVID guidelines. Uh, but you do get a travel credit uh, if you need to cancel for health reasons, like if you actually caught COVID. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, so you got uh, less than 24 hours to submit your request and stay in, in the house. So good luck. Good luck to you all. Hey, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. hey Kristen, Kristen Bell's in the in the... The sequel. So, oh, I would watch it for Kristen Bell. I love yeah. Kristen Bell. So do I. Her and Dak. Oh, Dax is in it too. D- well, he's not in it, but uh, she's in it. And oh, I like, oh, oh. I like yeah, Dax yeah, as well. Yeah, he's an interesting dude. Uh, have you ever? He does a podcast too. I do. I've listened. You have. Has anybody else listened to? Him? Yeah, I have. I fe- I no. feel like is it getting the strong Todd Dillon recommendation? Should we t- give it a chance? Yeah. I think I think you should give it a chance. Is it's it? actually good. So so is the one with uh, his buddies. I actually, and I I just recently listened to the podcast where he was a guest on. Uh, crap, uh, who's the guy who plays Jack and Will and Grace? Uh, Jack Lemon. Anyway, him, Don't know, but anyway, him. Oh, and, Sean. Uh, uh, yes, Penn. Sean There's Hayes. Three, yeah, Wait, Sean is this Hayes. the one with Sean Hayes and Will Arnett and Jason Bateman? Yes, yes. that he, podcast had, is they, awesome. They, that podcast is awesome, and yeah. I, the last one I listened to of theirs, they had Dax on as a guest. Okay. So it was fabulous because they're all really good friends. 
So highly recommend both. Um, yeah, if you've never listened to that one, uh, see if you can look up, Todd, what the name of the podcast is, because I can't remember what it is. I listened yeah, to, listen to a couple episodes, but it's a really I'll interesting premise because these three guys are famous, and they're all friends, and they do this podcast. But the conceit of the podcast is each of them take turns, like one week could be Will Arnett's turn, and Will Arnett will go try to recruit another famous person that he knows and not tell anybody who it is until he gets on the podcast. And so he'll come over and be like, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Seinfeld. And they'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah. So Same thing. They, really they sprung Dax on him, and they all know him. Yeah. The the interesting bit in the setup, the, I, th- I can't remember, Dax has, like, got a... Uh, Smartless. He graduated. He's like, well, he's, he graduated, like, magna cum laude from a prestigious university. I can't remember off the top of my head which one it was. But that was something that Sean and uh, not and Will, or one of two of them, didn't know. And they they're, like, really good friends. It was, it was, that was an amazing episode. Uh, I, I just pulled it out of some cavity in my brain. Smartless is the name of the, sh- of the podcast. Yep, that's it. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, I, think the, I think the place you're referring to, Todd, is the University of Cleveland for the win. Is that where you went to school? I just made that up. <laughs> well, I'm like, I thought it was a... I think I it'd be amazing a, if it was I think right. He's a Har- I think he's a Harvard, another Harvard guy. I'm going to go with University Michigan. of Cleveland, Todd. All right. I feel like you should let me have that. All right. University of Cleveland it is. Cleveland State, <laughs> in fact. <laughs> All right. Now that we're done recommending shows and it's not gentlemen's <laughs> agreement, uh, Todd, do you want to give your booze news? Hell <laughs> to the yeah. And I, I've, been wor- I've been worried that this is going to get stolen from me, but this, if, this to me epitomizes booze news. Uh, from News Nation, a woman on a Delta Airlines flight reportedly began to breastfeed her cat during a flight and refused to stop when confronted by the crew. According to Newsweek, the incident happened on a flight from Syracuse, New York to Atlanta. A now viral message posted on social media shows a screenshot of an airline communications addressing and reporting systems message from the pilot to the ground says, request red coat meet blah, blah, blah at 13A breastfeeding a cat and will not put cat back in carrier when FAA flight official requested. So flight at, the flight at, flight attendant Ainsley Elizabeth, who reportedly was on the flight, added to, on TikTok uh, on November 13th, this woman had one of those, like, hairless cats swaddled up in a blanket so it looked like a baby. Her shirt was up, and she was trying to get the cat to latch, and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier, and the cat was screaming for its life. <laughs> Delta allows passengers to bring small dogs and cats as emotional supremes during a fight, but they must they but they must stay in the carrier under the seat in front of the entire for the entire flight. Delta says they have seen a passenger interpret emotional support of his meaning comfort turkeys, gliding possums. Ooh, I got to see one of those snakes, <laughs> spiders, and many more over the years. But that's my booze news. There's a woman <laughs> breastfeeding a cat, a hairless cat. <laughs> I used, I used, just throw her in a mental institute. Just don't ask questions. Here's a room. Close the door. Throw the key outside. Call it a day. So the thing is, there's likely somebody sitting next to her going, what the 
fuck. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of ingenious because if if someone is nursing, uh, the what the common thing to do is to look away, right? You're not going to stare. Why are you looking at me? Uh, I'm, <laughs> because Bob's a creep. You're, He'll just be like, because you're next on to over me. There. You're, you're a person <laughs> that's a friend of mine that's next to me. Okay. I didn't know we weren't allowed to talk to each other. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, Todd. You're looking directly at Greg, though, but no. you looked over at me. Oh, I look you at the camera. Bob will know the I look at the camera. Got, so you know how when people are nursing, you <laughs> yeah. don't look. Yeah. No, but you don't. It's it's like being in an elevator. You don't walk into an elevator and oh, stare no. at the person if, right if next to you. If you start breastfeeding anything next to me, yeah. I am staring. I am 100% staring. And beyond that. Actually, he might not. Again, the flight attendant reported that the, that the cat was screaming, and there is no mistaking the cry of a cat. It drives me. Insane. It's, yeah, it's not true. that Bob would be staring. He'd be trying to do the peek over and look. Oh, no, there's no peek over. No, if you're going to do something gonna... <laughs> that crazy, I am staring like full well, dead on staring. Yeah, but you're, no, you're, you're, you're start th- off that way. You're thinking of milking a cat crazy. Or you're thinking of <laughs> nursing a cat crazy. Well, that is the example that we're Right, but with. what I'm trying to say is, is that when you first see a woman attempting to breastfeed, yeah. your first inclination oh, is not... Oh, and you don't know what's a cat? Oh, she has a cat. You're probably going to try and look away. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Your first inclination, Nick, and you know this, your first, the very first one... <laughs> is how do is I coyly look, look over? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, but as a buddy of mine that when I used I'm to... I'm reading my magazine... <laughs> sort of stretch out pivot a your chair. Yeah. <laughs> a buddy of mine that we used to work with, he used to say all the time, he's like, oh, you know, sometimes I got cat milk in my cereal. He's like, you ever tried to milk a cat? It's real small. They're really hard to milk. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Cat milk? He's like, yeah. Who are these 100% crazy maniacs that you're 100% working? 100% cat milk. <laughs> Was- Every couple of weeks, Nick will pull out a story about somebody you work with, yeah. and he'll do the voice, which is funny. But what yes. they're talking about is so insane. Where I'm like, I don't. I feel like he so, worked in a sanitarium. Oh, no. Is that somebody at that Fairlane? Or is that DMC? <laughs> that was, uh, well, names cannot be said. But oh, yeah. okay. But yeah, he talked about. <laughs> he was. He was. He was a very funny guy. But he would just, you know, we'd be in a serious meeting or something like that, and someone, if, if he had like, do you want milk in your coffee? And, and he would say something like, Oh, I don't even have whole cow milk. I'd have cat milk in my coffee. And you know, it, it <laughs> throws you for such a loop that. And he was deadpan, so you were like, "What? What cat? You've never heard the words cat and milk put together, you know, other than in a saucer." Is that is that the camera shot? I just looked at the camera shot of you and me, and that is for whatever reason, like right here in my face. That needs to be more on you too. Oh, okay. I'll fix it. Uh, yeah, I'll get on that while we're talking. It. I'll fix it. That, that wasn't hey, me that, that dude, did that. Hey, can you send me that dude's email address too? By the way, Nick? yeah. Well, he's a good guy. Seems like, dude, I need to be a friend. With yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we're going to do a little uh, existential question. All right. Thank you, Todd, for that. Yeah, boy. So uh, this week's uh, Nick's existential question of the week, um, it's going to be... Um, if you could become rich doing one thing that you currently don't do, what would it be and why? And I can start it out. Um, I would say, and I'm going to take this, and there's no, there's no copies. There's no copycats. You can't, you can't copy. Question. I, I'm out. No. I'm out. No. 
You can't. Wow. You can't if I pick like, something, you, you can't be like, me too. That's what I want to do. Can I, that's can, t- I be, can I be first? No, no, I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is going to be uh, that I want to be a, a taste tester. So any variation of that, Todd, will not be accepted. <laughs> Not a first bite tester. I want to taste. Not a a, I want to taste everything before it gets to a plate. Like nothing to do with that. I want to be a taste tester in really good restaurants. I think that would be an amazing job. And I would make lots of money. So that's mine. So, Todd, I know you're just itching to go. Yeah. Especially since there's no do-overs. I want to go second. Yeah. You can keep your taste tester because I'm sure there's a... Again, never mind. I, I get some some extra feedback. On Unless that, it's cat milk, then I'm not doing it. I, I would like <laughs> if I could do anything that I can't currently do and be be rich, would be a musician. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good yeah. one, man. Yeah, I'd be a rock star. <clears throat> I mean, all the intros are good so far. So now hold, hold on. So are we assuming that whatever you're doing is going to make a lot of money, or are you going to actually make the amount of money that's normally commensurate with that shit that you picked? Meaning, meaning, if you're like, oh, man, I'd love to be a plumber, then you're going to make, like, plumber money? Or are you assuming that plumbers are now, like, make crazy money? Hey, plumbers make good money, man. They make good money. They're not, they don't make crazy money. Plumbers and electricians? Money. I don't know. The skill trades. Are, 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 we, are we looking for the type of, like, can I list, if I list something that really no, doesn't pay very well? It's no Bob Rankin money, but. I, but I'd love to, I think, love to do it. I think you should be able to do that, Bob. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, if you wanted to be, like, a uh Bikini tester. <laughs> you should be able to do that. That should be able that. The part of the question is if you could get I, rich. Hold on. It, I, I think Nick already disqualified that because he said any, anything close to taste testing is, is out. He's already. Yeah. If you're that. tasting <laughs> the bikinis, you're out, buddy. That's out. Yeah. Have you seen the tongue on Todd? Bikini tester Dylan. <laughs> All right, Greg. Sa- well, what, save this. Save this. Save question. this. Yeah. Well, yeah. What would you do? So is this something that I like? can't do right now like you could go be a taste tester to make lots of money sure yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be something um like like todd you know todd clearly is not a musician i mean he can't carry a tune in a bucket so correct but (laughs) if if this this is like uh like a kind of a fanciful like uh fantasy job yeah it's a fantasy job yeah absolutely you all of a sudden assume all the information like in the matrix and as a fantasy job i should i i should expect that the amount of money you make will allow you to pay the bills and live I would like to get super rich off of just watching movies and critiquing movies all day. Well, well then there just you say go. you Cisco want to be a movie brother. critic. Yeah, movie critic. There you go. Yeah. Cisco and Ebert. I think that, yeah, you'd be a, you know, great to... By the way, how's that fucking home theater working out? Yeah? I'm 98% there. <laughs> I, got, I got like three little... What is the 2% that we're waiting on here? I have to hide some cords. Okay. Um, and then I just have to hang... So, like, where the screen's at, right above it, there's a space about this big. Yeah. Um, you fit some, like, uh, some so pornographic if, if art listening right there. To this, how big is that big? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for those, it's, it's actually, it's, uh, uh, it's about a six-inch six, space. Six, six by 12? Six by... Uh, but it goes the whole side of the wall. His oh, arm so went down by his crotch. We don't, we don't know yeah. what that was Six about. by 60? Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, see, that's the nine-foot section of the wall. So, nine feet by six inches. Yes. Okay. Um... It's a I very have, specific thing that you're going to be able to put there. Well, I'm, I'm, I actually already a samurai have it. sword. No, I already have it. It's just a black cloth that goes out there because the reflection yeah. from the projector going up, because it's one of the, the floor mounted yeah. projectors going up, actually mm-hmm. reflects off of that. Okay. 
I've had my cousin over to watch Hawkeye a little bit. And she's like, I don't even notice it. And I'm like, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> all right. Fair so enough. I just have that and then I hide some cords and I think I'll be all set. All the popcorn's going to go stale by the time uh, everything's no, up I and already running. have to order more popcorn. <laughs> I have to buy more raisinets because. Well, luckily I've, we can help you string uh, garland with it uh, in the meantime. And then you can and get order some, some snow caps. Perfect. I'll be there. I'll be there. Some next snow month. caps. All right. No problem. You just let time. me know when Ugh. I'm going to. I got snow caps, Skittles. Raisinets, hot tamales. Do you have a red vest and tickets to rip? Maybe. <laughs> Greg's like, but only a red vest and tickets. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <it. laughs> oh, look, Greg wore a sweater. Those. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's my smoking jacket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think I'd be a writer. I, I would love to be a writer. If I could make a living doing that and quit my job, I would do it tomorrow. Really? Nobody picked Gigolo. <sighs> That is true. That is true. Although as a musician, you'd be getting plenty of ass. Word. Well, <laughs> I would even as an engineer, Bob. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> and speaking of plenty of ass, I'm going to pass the next uh, little segment off to Todd because uh, a couple of weeks ago we did what I can only describe as being a uh, universally beloved new segment that we're calling the airing of grievances. Mm-hmm. Uh, spearheaded by one Todd Dillon. I'm sure Thanks, that uh, some of us will have some grievances to air at some point, and we might be allowed to do so, but for right now, it's all TD. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for kicking it over to me. Uh, my <laughs> grievance is uh, actually based on a couple of segments that I did that, I, that were super popular, I've, I've been told, other than Krabby. He's like the only person who didn't care for my 90-second sports segments about horse racing. But not trying to be a PETA fanatic, but I am for the ethical treatment of animals. In the news this week, Medina Spirit, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby and then subsequently failed a drug test and then was barred from running uh, in the next uh, Triple Crown race because of that, that positive drug test, died this week. <clears throat> this horse was three years old. Three years old. And my grievance is people shouldn't be investing in sports. I, I think I'm done betting on, uh, on horse racing because my grievance is these people are spending this money killing horses and it'll fade away. The guy still gets the money and all the, Hey, I won another Kentucky Derby, but uh, that's my grievance of the week. Medina spirit horse dead at three years old. I didn't want to drag down the spirit, but that's my grievance of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard that you had multiple grievances. I do. Well, don't don't hold back now, sir. Okay, my second grievance, and and actually, I need to preface this because if it's a common practice and I'm just unaware of it, then I will get back on the porch, as it were. But have you ever gone to someone's house and purchased like a bottle of wine or a dessert or a babka, whatever, <laughs> and, uh, and, br- <laughs> and brought it over uh, for for the holidays or you know, it's, it's some festivities. Yeah. Now, when you do that, at the end of the party, if your babka didn't get eaten or your wine didn't get drank or your falafel is, is still in the pan, do you take that back home with you? Oh, this is a Costanza question. If it's drinks, you leave it. What's that? What was uh, the question? Food, but if you came, so hold on a second. So there's my next question, Greg. So yeah. let's say you come over and you bring a whole 
plate of uh, tamales, and and they're and and we're all enjoying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you leave, you take all the tamales. No, no, I give them all to my friends. I say, you guys take whatever you want. I just want the dish back if it's a dish yeah. that I like. Yeah, the okay. plate. And yeah. if I know you really well, I I will I'll come back and get you, it. I'll count on you to wash my plate yep. and either drop it off or let me know it's ready to be picked up. Mm-hmm. And if it's some real good okay. Tupperware, sometimes you just assume, as there Kramer said from so, Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm not gonna say this is a grievance because I love I love the people in question. <laughs> Do we know they shall they remain nameless? These people, they shall remain nameless in case they're listening. Okay, uh, I don't think we. But they came over that. my house and they brought and they brought they brought they gracious graciously graciously brought dinner and a couple bottles of wine. Wow. Okay. And all, all I was on the hook for was dessert, which was fabulous, by the way. Uh, Wait, did you make the dessert or order the dessert? I, I did. I did. I made, okay, I made that, Todd that... Dillon's prize-winning chocolate, boozy chocolate bread pudding. Okay. Mm, was, okay. Was it understood? I, actually, I, had, I, I, it... Had some, I had raisins soaking in uh, spiced rum since Thanksgiving Day. Hold on. Or actually, the day did, before Thanksgiving when, did, Day. Did they know before they got there that they could expect to get this bread pudding from you? You were going to be making it for them. They knew that I was making dessert. They brought they brought salad and the meal and a couple bottles of wine. Did they make the meal before they got there? Or did Let's they... just say they brought a meal. Did you have to then cook the meal? Nope. Just had to warm it up. Oh, okay. 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 So then they go to leave. Yep. And they're like, hey, I'll just be taking my meal. No, that's not what happened. So what happened is I'm like, well, Mary's like, hey, what? Did you put the bottle of white wine away? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and I go, and she goes, it's gone. And she goes, did you take any of the stuffed peppers? And I go, I did not. She's just, they're gone. <laughs> well, how are they gone? Hold you, on. So you left them, they, they were on the counter? They took them. They took like, them. But yes, did, did they leave them. and not tell you they were leaving? How did they get out the door with no, this? No, they were leaving. So I so I wasn't in the room, and clearly Mary wasn't watching, but they, they when they brought everything in, they brought it in like a big carrier. Uh-huh. And when they left, they took everything they brought with them that was not used. But not, neither you nor Mary saw them put this food in the carrier Correct. and then take the Correct. carrier. So after we were, so Mary and I, after everybody leaves, we go to clean up the house and get everything situated. And I'm like, and yeah. she's like, hey, did, what happened to that bottle of wine? And I'm like, I have no clue. Just like oh, the Ross. Now, uh, cool, and, cool. So I, and so again, love these people. I just wanted to see it was a common practice. No, that's weird. No, that's... Cl- clarifying question. Yes, sir. Uh, how much of the meal was left after dinner? Uh, not a huge portion, but a good portion. So we had stuffed peppers, and I think, and so they brought like eight of them. How many eight were left? I mean, probably three, three or four, three or four. And of the meal, was there enough left to feed like two or more people? Yes. You you should have found a place in the person hosting the party's house, found a Tupperware dish, something, put the stuffed peppers in that, then rinsed your dish out and took it if you were concerned about your dish. Left the wine, left the peppers, put them in their fridge, whatever, and gone out the door. If they were like tipsy and just trying to run out the door and they're like, oh, there's only two stuffed peppers left, I'll just grab it because we want our container. That still looks weird. First of all, it's fucking stuffed peppers. It ain't filet mignon, all right? So chill the fuck out. But regardless, even if yeah. you brought filet mignon, it's, you put it on a plate of the, the homeowner, wrap it up, put it in the fridge. We brought this for you. Or you, or you ask, or you say, hey, do you want No, these? don't even ask. I wouldn't ask. Well, here's another clarifying question. The dessert yes, that you made, how much of that was yeah. left? 
All of it. All no one touched your dessert? No, 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 no. No, they everybody, everybody, everybody had a serving. Mary, in fact, had seven. Uh and then uh, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> so how uh, much was whatever left? Whatever was whatever was left was at least three quarters of it. Okay. So did you offer any of that to these guests to take home with them? I don't know. I didn't explicitly, but I I think that's kind of the, the rule of my house. And I'm like, it was just sitting there. So they literally, if they'd put that in there, I'd have been going, hey, did you see the, because I don't eat any of that trash. I mean, you, <laughs> nor, yeah, normally it's, you know, if it's a dinner kind of party kind of thing, like, yeah, everyone take what you want and uh, wrap something up to uh, go But home. I'm getting the sense that there might have been uh, an. Uh, so uh, since an, I didn't say, hey, take as much of the. Yeah. The dessert that but I. They might have been like, well, I wasn't offered to take any food home with me, so I'm just taking what I brought. No, that's weird. You know what I mean? That's weird. It's still weird. I, I, I'm not saying especially I the done bottle it, of wine. I, yeah, because that happened yeah, over the summer. You shouldn't ever take a bottle, a half drunk bottle mm-hmm. of anything home with you. If you well, brought it, it, so it's hold for on the, a second. Let, let, me, let me. So hold on. Yeah. But so and this is why again, I, I am not. This is a, a potential grievance. I, that's why I wanted to get your input. This is yeah. working out perfect. Okay. What happened was they brought a couple bottles of wine, one red, one white. I never drink white wine. And typically Mary doesn't either unless it's like in a sangria or on, on a hot summer day. And But they, were, they brought two bottles of wine. We enjoyed a couple bottles of our wine. We opened their bottle of red. <clears throat> and I assumed that we'd have the bottle of white for me to save for the next time we had people over who wanted white wine. But when we, again, went to put things away, that bottle was gone. So they took that bottle because we didn't open it. Yeah, especially so given the fact that so you, you drank multiple you drank bottles of your, your own, own wine they for them. Left that other yeah, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. If you had no wine in the house and they brought two bottles and you drank one of those two, they still should have left that second one. But certainly since you fed them your own wine, mm-hmm. there's no way that you're walking. That's that's poor, poor guests right there. Yeah. Hey, stop. Hey, real, so, again, real quick, we gotta, we're going to asking take- because I love them. Just in case they listen to this podcast. Hey, Todd, real quick. <laughs> real, they don't listen to this podcast. Todd, real quick, we're going to do a shot because we, we've been sitting here for a while. So, so right. cheers. Get yourself some crap, Todd. Well, hold on. When you tell oh, me, hold, you hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Give, <laughs> give him a second. Give him a second. Oh, my God. Put it next to you. He's pouring the. It's next to me. Come All right. Apple. Pick it up. Put it to your Just lips. Go right to the bottle. Oh, it's, it's, we're not Drink straight gurgle, from the bottle. Gurgle, we're not gurgle, 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 launching gurgle, gurgle. a nuclear missile. We don't all have to turn our keys at the same time. Let's just fucking take the shot. Yeah, but it's not the same Ooh, if man. I don't get the Machu Picchu. <laughs> well, you got it. Machu uh, Picchu. Shabuya. Shabuya. Machu Picchu. All right, I'm sorry, but it, it is... I'm a little antsy in my pantsies because it is a very large... We opted for the large jug of Fireball tonight. We knew Greg was going to be here. Joe at the last minute was like, hey, you got room on the show for me? And we're like, oh, uh, okay. And so we went through the court of uh, of decision-making, and we decided that it was uh, okay. And uh, then in true Joe fashion, at the last minute, he had to suddenly, he turned into a farmer and had to wake up super early in the morning. He does this all the time. Well, we got to wake up and head out to our lake house because that's what people do in December. Um, so that's fine, but we have all this this fireball in like a gallon uh, a fireball that is in a plastic jug that takes hours to get cold. Yeah. So we, we threw it in the deep freeze and while that's great, um, you can only get so much of a gallon of 75 degree liquid down to a certain temperature. And as much as we've gotten that down to this temperature, um, we seem to keep pouring it and then leaving it out. Unfortunately. Just because we don't, we have good content. We don't want to mess up a story. But 
That's right. it. That's my airing of grievances. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so over the 4th of July, we kind of had the same situation where but we we left it. Uh, Katie and I went to my uncle's house for 4th of July. Okay. She brought a dessert. Simple dessert. I don't know exactly what it was, but my cousin's kids loved it. So we're like, just leave it. Like, we'll get the bowl. It's in a whatever. Just hold on to it. I'll get it later. Right. And uh, they're like, no, take it, take it. We're like, no, we're leaving it. So we left. Well, my... My uncle texted me. He's like, yeah, it was great. We just took it, put it in a new pan, took it over to our friend's house, and we had they all loved it. Uh, yeah. So they took it as another dessert. But, yeah, you should uh, definitely leave stuff. For the, I mean, for the most part. Like, if you go to a party and you take a six-pack and you put it in the fridge and you drink two or three, you leave the rest of them there. The way that you get invited back to parties is you you and the, and the party thrower – should literally be falling all over yeah. yourselves to be just just assume that just give all your food away. Mm-hmm. Oh, be as generous as you can. Be a generous host and a generous guest. Yeah, at a party, if you have a bunch of stuff, I, I always yeah. try like here. Take if there's it, leftovers, you should this, be fighting this. over like you take it. No, 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 you yeah. keep it. That's the way it should go, and then you'll get invited back because otherwise, these people that you're talking about, Todd, I don't know who they are. I'm not sure I'd be invited them, them back. I hope the food was no, good. I, I love them. Because <laughs> if it's not, I'd be like, ah. <laughs> it, was just, it was just an interesting thing. I'm like going, huh. <laughs> and so, I, again, I felt bad because I'm like, is that maybe that's a custom? I didn't know. I didn't know. So I wanted, I wanted to kind of lob that out here as a potential area of a grievance if it's not a custom. In Haiti, maybe. I mean, you, you, have, to, you have to think about it. Um, why do we do this? Why do we do this weird ritual? Well, someone's inviting you over to their home. Chances are they're providing something. Even if they weren't providing anything, we're using up their water, we're using up their electricity, we're using toilet paper, we're using napkins, we're spilling shit all over the place, we're using plates. Yeah, they have to store story chew tins underneath their covers. They have to clean up. They clean up after. They clean up after you. They're probably guess what? If you have people over and they say. Oh, my, my wife doesn't like this. Do you have this? Yeah, sure. You're not going to say, nope, you can't have one. <laughs> so so that and it's if it's something that's reoccurring, and this is not close to my heart, but if it's something that's reoccurring on an, on an every week basis, it adds up. It starts to add up. So why do we, every now and then we bring something? Because we are thankful that we have good friends, and we're saying, hey, I know you spend hours a week uh, clean up after us. I know you had a dinner party and stayed up a little bit later than you wanted to, and your wife had to do all these dishes. Like, we appreciate it. Here's a bottle of wine. We're leaving it. Like, I do the dishes too. Don't just say it's a wife that does. No, the no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, you know, whatever <laughs> it may be. Dishes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> whatever no, it may be. So, here, so here's the thing. I think this is a hot, maybe. I think again. I don't. I still don't know if this meets the bar because again, they did think of everything. I, in fact, I joked about the fact that they'd also they also brought uh, some bread for us to have uh, with the meal. And uh, she actually brought her own butter so that I didn't have to. I'm like, I have like 8,000 sticks of butter on hand. I love to cook. <laughs> so I'm like, you brought the butter. And I get, so again, they were gracious. And, and by well, the way, they organized the event and they came out to me because I live in the sticks. Wait, they organized the event at your house? <laughs> they did. I, what? I don't understand. Well, why would they organize an event that was happening at because, your house? Because we're, we are good friends, and we hadn't seen them in a while. Not and that I, good. And I had stated that they should come <laughs> out and take a look at my uh, my coop situation. You know, your chicken about. palace. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. yes. Okay. And so they said, "Hey, well, great. Well, we'll bring dinner." And I'm like, "That's awesome. I'll do dessert." This whole butter thing is that's just weird. It's a speed bump for me because now <laughs> now I'm thinking. 
And now I'm thinking they're just fucking a little strange because so they if you brought, bring your own butter. They, they brought butter? Yeah, they, they brought, brought their, their own, own butter, butter for their bread. For, their for the bread. <laughs> right. Why, like, hold who on, fucking hold cares? Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Certain times, yeah. there are certain... Yes, the butter got taken, G. They're, they're, <laughs> hold on. Are you serious? They took their butter back? <laughs> they took all the... All, all, all right. All I have to... All I, right. Todd, I got I to gotta ask this. Yeah. Certain people um, have certain health issues, certain allergies, uh, they're lactose intolerant. Yeah, but those people Is generally it, make hold it on, known right, hold up, hold right up front. But was it a like non-lactose special butter no. that they... No, 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 no. it was, it was just she, butter. She... Again, That's this weird. is why this is why this is tough, especially if you're listening to that. They're it's like not going, tough. It seems like a pretty asshole. clear I answer. I guarantee they're not listening. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. The fucking, People who take their own butter back don't listen to the Schnauzcast. <laughs> yeah, the fucking Buttertons are not fucking listening to this show. No, absolutely not. Was Okay, was it like, uh, oh, uh, Bessie in the backyard. This is our home churn butter. It took Martha three no, and a half hours to like, make an ounce. This is um, this is my favorite butter. I'm not sure that you're going to have it on hand, and I really, I love this butter. You yeah. got Todd, you got to try this butter. Is it? Is it this is, this is, is my Lando Lake butter. Yeah, is it, okay. is it the is it the Kerrygold uh, all-natural organic <laughs> Irish butter. I mean, who knows? Well, I, I, Todd knows. <laughs> so they're taking bottles, full bottles of wine, stuffed fucking peppers. I don't know if you get a cheaper fucking meal. Stuffed fucking peppers. Yeah. Probably Hold on. From, I've had some really good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Or were they... Uh, Stuffed? Were they, were they were they stuffed with foie gras? No, pin, it was fucking they, ground beef. Were they pinched worthy from a party? And Would rice. I have pinched them from the party and no. taken them home? I've had really good stuffed peppers, uh, dude. Okay, I would never. Yeah, but I just food. make them again. Probably cost you seven ninety five to make eighteen of them. So, anyhow, <laughs> these people are taking stuffed peppers, pats of butter, and bottles of wine. Those like, are the, the peppers are worth way more than that fucking butter. I can tell you that much right now. Yeah, it depends what kind of butter they got though. <laughs> If they stop at the cold, or if they stop at Calder's Dairy and picked up some uh, some butter, like fresh homemade, cold flex in it, and fucking. But I mean, that's that. cat cat's milk butter. Hello. Mm. <laughs> Disregard the lumps. That was personally, personally milked from a lady on a Delta plane. Well, I might you know, steal that cat's too. milk butter tends to be pink because it's so hard to get so much <laughs> out that it turns a little. Yeah, but. But yeah, dude, this so, this they sound like great friends. They really the whole do. thing we sounds hinky to me. We love them, dude. Okay, this I is mean, okay. The food, okay. The food is one thing because of the plate. I'll, I'll say that much. But like, yeah, you have to leave the wine. Oh, hundred percent. Like, that is so strange. 100%. That's to me. That's the part that I'm like. To me, that's uh, taking the butter. I'd be like, that's peculiar. But taking the, I'd be like, what the? What's that dick move to take yeah. the wine? To me, that's 100%. like uh, I just turned nineteen. Oh, I can't find anyone I can't else. Afford when wine, I can't the, find anyone else to buy me wine. My, 20, my, old, my older brother's I'm, friend bought me this fucking wine. I'm thirteen yeah. years old and I found this. <laughs> yeah. If you're nineteen or you're twenty, you're twenty-one. If you're young, young, yeah. and you go to a party, I, I, you know, my cousins will have friends over, and they'll, you know, oh, this is so and so's little brother, and like he'll take his beer with him when he leaves. I'm like, okay, no, he's never, just young. Never. He's no, just young. That's what everyone did at that age because, first of all, you nev- you're college and you're broke. You have no money. You're and not sure when exactly. you're going to cross money exactly. to buy your next six-pack. Second Absolutely. of all, if yeah. you're 19, exactly. you can't buy your own booze. Yep. So you don't take it to not random parties. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah I, I, I never looked down upon that. But as you get a little bit older, it's like, that guy really just go into this fridge and take his two beers out? 
I mean, parties, you, if you take your own beer that you want to drink, then you take stuff that other people have left at your house that you don't drink, and you leave it at their house hoping that somebody else drinks it. Yeah. As well. I've, I've had certain people come to my house and tell me and say, listen, this is my girlfriend's special drink that I can't <laughs> find. I have to drive to the other side of town to get this, and if I just take these two back, it's going to be two less that but, I have to find on the other side of but, town. But the key is that I told him that before <laughs> I, I said, "Do you mind? Can I take this back with me?" He's like, "Yeah." And man, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm "Yeah." Shit. Well, nobody wants your I'll organic farm, your, right, exactly. <laughs> sparkling, you know, yeah. GMO-free, whatever it is. But so. I, but I, uh, right up front, I'm like, "This is what I'm planning to do." Are you cool with that? It sounds like they didn't. They didn't do that with Todd. Yeah, That's they, the one thing they didn't they, do. <laughs> they just fucking skated out there with their butter and their wine and their and your fucking peppers. I love them. And well, I'm sure we all do. Yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my grievances for the week. All right. That's legit. I, I love that segment so much. And I've, I said it the first time you did it. I'm like, how do we make this a regular recurring fucking segment on the show? And I think we found a way. We figured it out. <laughs> we Todd just needs to have more people over. <laughs> it's no, no, no. <laughs> no. Todd is closer to George Costanza than you would really understand. <laughs> he can find something to gripe about in the most minute situation. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the segment that keeps on giving. <laughs> that is true. All right. <laughs> I think I can grab about anything. <laughs> All so, right. So just so you know, yeah. we just got a Hey Mofos from the Schnozcast, which could only be Mr. Captain Shuffles, Corey Selesky. Oh. Uh, and he also stated, uh, wish you were here with me at Boogie Fucking Fever. Ugh. Is he Boogie Oogie Oogieing the, the night away? Probably. I, you know he is. <laughs> he is shaking that Tawas tortoise ass. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, Gina, Gina brought up a great point. I mean, yeah. they, they're just buttering bread and eating peppers and drinking and washing it down with wine all the way See, home. That's, that's a great point because that's what I think about. I think about them sitting back, sitting back on their shitty lazy boys, just like butter on their on their fingers, just eating those it's peppers like, going, oh, that that like that gullible son of a bitch. Like, like Frank we and Estelle Costanza. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, what, what, what bread? The bread. She's like, oh, we forgot the marble to, rye. We forgot to bring it in. He's like, we didn't forget. We brought it in. They didn't serve they didn't it. To, yep. They didn't they serve, didn't serve it. it. And he goes, wait, well, I don't understand. So what? What do you mean? So you brought it in? And he goes, and I took it back. <laughs> and he goes, you took it back. We brought it for them. And he goes, they didn't want to serve it. It wasn't good enough for them. I'm taking, taking it back. <laughs> And they were cleaning up after the party, and they're like, oh, I forgot to put that bread stuff they brought over yeah. out. Where is it? They're like, I don't know. It must be around here somewhere. And they're like, well, unless they took it. They wouldn't have taken you know, it. Who, who would take, bring in a bread and then take it home? And he goes, those people. Those people, that's who. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, maybe five minutes before we'll take a break. Uh, yep. So let's, let's do a quick uh, lightning round. You got it. All right, uh, to the group, respond if you, if you dare. If you had a child, would you want them to be the most popular person in their high school? I'm kind no. of indifferent. Yeah, I don't. Depends on their happiness. I no, mean, from if, it make, if it makes them happy, then yeah. If it's something that's a burden, then no. What are they popular for? Mm. 
That's is something bad or is it something good? It's you know what? You, if you're popping in high school, way. it's for one of the two, right? Yeah, and it's usually <laughs> a 50-50 split. You've got half the people that you know that are popping in high school for the wrong reason and the other half yep. for the right reason. So who hey, can say? And I would still say it's best to be in the top five percent. That way you're not right under the right, right under the microscope. You, you do would you uh, would you uh, So I would say no. I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be number one. You number, don't want to be the biggest your, house on the block. Seven. You want exactly. to be the you you want to be the, uh, the 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 shittiest nice house in the neighborhood. No, I want to be a couple feet shorter. I want I want to be the shorter. one just just under just under the radar. All right. Uh, from one to ten, how hot do you like your shower water? One being cold and ten being scalding hot. Nine point two. Are you serious? That hot? Oh, oh, I, dude. So it's just like clouds of steam coming out of the like, shower. When like you literally, I, I inch it up, and then I, I every because I, I, my my water when it's when it's piping hot will burn me, but I do the frog in the pot thing where I actually turn it up like very slowly, almost that's what I seven do eighths of the way there, and then that and then that last bit when my body's like not used to it. Oh yeah, getting that eight for eight and like skins coming off. I love <laughs> hotter is better. Oh, I start, start off at a six and get to like a nine. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, you, you understand, though, that the frogs don't make it in the end of that experiment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, hey he, I've, I've been making it out of the shower for 32-plus years. <laughs> well, your water's clearly not hot enough. <laughs> I, I would say um, it's it's very dependent. There are certain days where, uh, you know, you wake up and you're just like, oh, my God, it, it got so hot in my room last night. I, I am, I'm dying. Or you've you know? just gone out and, and, and cut the grass. Yeah. And you're and, sweating. And you're like, mm-hmm. the last thing I want is a hot shower, and I will take, like, a mild shower. I'm not going to take a cold shower because I'm not a psychopath, but I'm, I'm going to take, like, a mild shower. Like, a cold shower is for people that are clinically insane. But um, – but I would You've take never taken a cold shower. A cold shower. A cold no, shower. that is you have to define cold shower. So my hot water tank went out, and I'm like, oh, it's not that bad out. It's like seventy mm-hmm. out. I'm like, you know what? I need to take a quick shower. Just got out of work. Got to fix my hot water tank. I was like, I'm just gonna take a quick. I've taken a quick cold shower. shower. I don't like it. I call it a cowboy shower. A cold a cold I shower is a shower where you don't turn on the hot water at all. No hot water. No, no, God take, no. Twenty five seconds, shower. and I was like, I'm done. No, if you're not I, turning on the hot at all, and I like the cold. Yeah. No, and I like the cold. But that I've done was, that. I'm with you, Todd. It, 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 when, it, when it's hot enough outside, when it's like 100, 101, uh, I've taken a No, that's disgusting. No, the only way that that would ever happen is like a beach shower. Like a shower a outside, like one of the showers on a public beach or something that's just naturally natural water coming out of the ground. Like, yeah, the sun's out, you're outside. Like, yeah, that's fine. But in my house, I would never finish cutting the grass and just turn on the cold and step right in. Like, there's no way. That's it, disgusting. It, it, it's brisk, my friend. It's brisk. <laughs> yeah. There was significant shrinkage. <laughs> shrinkage? <laughs> I think I'm probably at a six, six out of ten. Of normal showers? Yeah. That's horrible. I would that's say that's the worst. I would say the middle eight. ground is the worst. I, would, yeah. I love the middle ground. I would say an eight. I do the I do the kind of like Todd. I just kind of turn it on. Gets kind of warm. Okay, good. As I get comfortable, turn it up you, a little you, bit. You just keep going up. I, then as soon as I know I get to the end, yeah. Then it's like okay, I'm done. Right. So so the, the, <laughs> the what what I what I do like to do is have like a 
it's not going to be a like a mild shower. It's going to be more on the hotter side than the than the milder or the cold side. Mm-hmm. So I would say like a seven point five or an eight. But before I get out, especially if I'm super tired, I'll crank the heat up and put it right on my face to wake me up. Oh, I thought you turned the heat off. No, no, no. Cold. No, no, no. Cold, cold will wake me up. Because yeah. yeah. you get that like. Hot water is going to wake me up. No, it does for me. Like you get like that, those sleepy eyes and you're just like, I need some heat. <laughs> no, I need the to cold, man. So you want the, <laughs> the cold. hot water right in your eyes. Yeah, right on my face. <laughs> I, I, I put my face underneath that, that faucet and I, don't, I open my eyes. Hold on. Who said anything about opening their eyes? What, are you insane? <laughs> I don't want to lambaste my my balls. Hey, hey Bob, though. I I have a life hack for you. Yeah. So here's what you should do, though. Like you're saying, like in a hot day or a hot night, when you really and you want and you just want to cool off. Yeah. Get in the shower and do the use the the gum tow Dylan effect, and get it warmer and warmer and warmer and overheat your body. Get it hotter than you on a hot day. I'm saying do this because what will happen is your body will work really hard once to cool itself down. Uh, whereas when you if you shock yourself with cold water on a hot day, your body is, is immediately going, hey, I need to get back to 98.6. And it's already 102, but it's it's still rushing to get back. No, so my, they, body the, the, <laughs> my body doesn't do that. My body does not do that. This sounds like shower science. <laughs> the, cow, the counter is the way to do it. You heat yourself up because no matter what, when you step out of a hot shower and into the open air, you'll be cold. And that will, and the hotter you've gotten your body, the cooler you'll be for the longer. No, so I, I like to take I, a nice hot shower before I go to bed every now and again. Oh my god! So I, I no, can't do no, that. no, no, I, no, no. Yeah, you might as well put a bullet in my brain. I'll, I'll wake up. I'll be like, the okay, worst thing the in the day. world is getting out of the shower and sweating. No, no. <laughs> Why the fuck <laughs> would I take a hot like shower when it's a hundred degrees out? No, you don't start it off hot. You start like in that middle ground. I and yeah, slowly the, get hotter. The temperature of that water is not going to get hotter than the air outside. If I'm getting outside and I'm not feeling cool, then the shower has been a, it's been a serious mistake. Bob's Bob's ass, absolutely right though. If it's if it's you know we're up north in Taos or something like that, and it's 87 degrees out and humid, and I take a shower and put some shorts on and a shirt with like no undershirt, and I walk outside and it's just as hot as that shower, like I'm going to feel disgusting. So yeah, yeah. before you get out of the shower, I would definitely either do the mild or down. cool it down. Yeah. yeah, cool it down. Yeah. But if it's winter time or something, and you know, especially I'm trying to wake up, I, I want a hot shower. But <laughs> but the doors the doors going to be open after that because yeah, don't fucking clam bake me or steam me out in that bathroom because that is <laughs> disgusting. Like if you get out of a hot shower, yeah, and. The, the the hot part is done. We're done with that. Open the windows, open the doors. It's time to cool down because there is nothing worse than a, oh, like people a, who want the bathroom hot too. Yeah, like a closed door, yeah, like no, no. I, guess, Fuck you. I guess it depends on how hot or cold you keep your house. Like <laughs> my house right now, I think it's set at sixty two. Yeah. What? So. Oh my god. When I get out of the shower, I don't mind all that steam. No, you probably wouldn't. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You're living in a in a refrigerator. Yes. Basically. Yeah, you just got to set the butter and the eggs to the side. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, your Land O'Lakes and your stuffed peppers. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, congratulations, boys. We only made it through two of those questions, and now we're going to go on a break. Uh, We're going to take a quick break here for a minute. Uh, You are only going to hear just a little bit of music here from YouTube, but otherwise, the streaming service will be back in like 30 seconds or less. So please stick with us.
second half of episode 152 for Shanaz Cast. Thank you for sticking with us. Second half is always where the fun starts. The backside. Because we've had a couple of shots. I feel a little bit looser. But speaking of shots. Oh, yeah. Speaking of shots, we've got one uh, poured here and ready to go. So if you're new to the show, this is generally where it's your chance to join us on a shared experience coming together. Mm-hmm. So you pour yourself a shot or get yourself a beer, a little bit of whiskey, maybe some tequila. Make yourself maybe a dirty some martini. Milk if you're an alcoholic. Some what? Some milk if you're an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> milk is I mean, disgusting. If you must, if you must. And join us. Todd's got some crown apple. Uh, the Crown Apple, of, baby. The rest of us here in the room are going to do the uh, standard fireball. Nastrovia. And here's to you. Shibuya. Oh. <laughs> Sweet Machu Picchu. Cool. There it is. So as we, uh, as we are wont to do with the second half, generally speaking, we're going to start off here with Gentleman's Agreement. It's the MF and Gentleman's Agreement. Oh! <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, yeah, I still have the old Gentleman's Agreement artwork on here that uh, discludes Todd. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, just, no. To get Actually, you've stolen a little bit of my uh, next week's grievances. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because the artwork throughout the uh, the break was all no, excluding Todd. What artwork uh, on the break? I had nothing to do with that, Todd. Yeah, I know. What artwork? <laughs> what artwork was that? That had no Todd. Just the whole thing to the, through the through the. You don't know what break. you're talking about. All right, I'm saving it for the area of grievances next yeah, week. We'll exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, tr- we'll trust me. Next week. I had to painstakingly, just so you know, asshole, I had to painstakingly <laughs> add your little fucking ass to everything that was already done, that was already done for over a year. So just today, just because you're pointing the finger, just today, that little schnozcast Christmas background I had to add your fat head to today. <laughs> fat head. took me 35 minutes to fucking do and then add the light overlay over it. I'm like... I hope he knows how much I actually do. So I'm, I'll be interested to hear next next week. Yeah, but. It seems like you and the Talos Tortoise are full of yourselves. But by the way, too, we should <laughs> uh, all get wait. together and yeah, talk go about make another song. The, celeb- the, the celebrities who actually talk about Nick, <laughs> Bob, and Corey. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, fix that, too. Yeah, you know why? Because we purchased them. <laughs> oh. And we told you. Oh. So, so hold on a second. Oh, I will then pay for the next round of. Of advertising. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, yeah. Todd, I'll we, wait for the next round of uh, F I V R R. Todd, get in touch with me and I'll hook you up with how to do it. Yeah, it's, it's oh, very simple. It's going to be done. Yes. Okay. I know. So right. uh, it's going to be ready uh, to go. I'm going to I'm going to fill you in on this, Todd. <laughs> so Bob did, um, or did I do the first one? I did the Irish no, guy. I, did no, no, I I did the first two, and, and then you did you did the, what the fi- the Fiverr ones. And then you did a three. You did three. Yeah, yeah. So Bob did the first one. So he had executive approval because uh, he was spending his money to do it. It was something he delved into. And then all of a sudden, I started looking into it, and I talked to Bob, and and he's the first one to say, like, "Hey, man, you don't have to ask my opinion on this. If you're the one that's gonna uh, put the money up, you you can do whatever you want. I mean, I can give you my opinion, like if I like it or not. But at the end of the day, it's really up to you." Yeah, he spent. You sold past the close. 
you yeah, know? And he and, 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 and since he's spending his money, he's got to write the copy for what yes. he wants the person to say. So and at you the put some work into yeah, it. Yeah, at the time you weren't around. And uh so when we when we came up with these, Corey unfortunately has not paid for any of them. Um, but I'll tell you this right now. I'll buy Corey's. If you, if, <laughs> no, yeah. you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> if, That's not how this works. If you want to. For, I'll buy Corey's steak. <laughs> no, the, hold on. I, when I did mine and when Nick did his, uh, any mention of the boys that was called out by name, we called out all of the names. And we'll just say this right now. Yeah, we can, I'll do that. For those that are on the YouTube that are, that are uh, able to actually see what's going on, we'll pull up the stay tuned uh, break thing right here. So this is the this is the old school one and mm-hmm. Todd is 100% right. So the newer one it must be the one that Corey has cuz the newer one I had to go through all these picture frames and I put Todd in here and I had a yep. picture of Rottweilers and all yes. that stuff. So yeah, yeah yes. I just till I was saying this right now I didn't recognize that that was not in that. So we'll switch that over to the new one. And the only reason that is um not not to uh, try and cover my ass, but to, to actually tell you why it's happening this way is because I'm just a relief hitter. I, I'm just here to to kind of step in. Um, I don't even know if I'm using that correctly, but nope. no, okay. I <laughs> relief pitcher. Listen, hold on. <laughs> listen, I'm a substitute teacher. How about that? Yes, well, I stick to that one. Right. <laughs> I'm you. a substitute teacher. There you go. So oh, I am here. I don't know that what your teacher so normally fucking does. <laughs> I'm here to kind of cover while they're gone. So I don't know what all the stuff that I've done in the past, like the stuff that I actually worked on that has you in it, I gave to Corey and deleted from my phone because it was such uh, high quality images. It takes up too much fucking room. And so I delete it. So he has all that shit. So I had to pull this out of my ass. So I never know when I have to actually be in charge of the show. So I thought this is what it was. But so, so Todd, my apologies on that. Todd, I will commit to you that, you know, when, when we shut down tonight, there's a bit of, you know, post-show work that is done, whether it's transferring the audio from the mixer onto my laptop uh, or whatever the fuck Corey does when he's trying to f- clean up after the show. But what will happen tonight is... You know, Nick's gonna disconnect from from Switcher, and he's gonna get the artwork for that. Stay tuned, yeah. and update his profile on his iPad so that next time you'll be all set, you'll be all covered. Thank you. All right, but you guys busted my next week's grievance, but thank you. For I'm sure you'll it. be able to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, you know, awesome. you know, it'd be cool if you just said, "Hey, Nick, uh, where's the artwork with me involved in it?" And I could be like. Oh, yeah, it's uh, the other file that Corey has, so let's switch it out. <laughs> that would make too much sense. Too much like right. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this Gentleman's Agreement thing. So if you're new to the show, Gentleman's Agreement is a segment where we all take turns assigning each other something to watch, uh, whether it's a, a show, a TV show, like a TV series or a movie or, or a documentary, something that is roughly, you know, two hours of content to watch that we have watched and we want to share with the rest of us. So uh, everybody kind of gets a turn, and in that way, we get to introduce each other to things that they wouldn't normally have watched on their own, uh, maybe things that they've always wanted to watch but never have taken the time, or things that they end up hating, <laughs> which always makes for a great review. So... Uh, with that, uh, Nick, 
Bader, uh, you had to watch True Grit. I think it was from Greg. Yeah, I think it was uh, from uh, Greg uh, made one one decision, and then you kind of helped him see the light. I, I think why. he would want. Yeah. I think he he agreed. Oh, yeah. he was going for Rooster Cogburn. Yes, and I think I said I suggested like, hey, rather than do oh, the, the second one, the first one. Yeah, because that was a sequel to True Grit. So awesome! Now I'm even more excited. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I had True Grit. Um, I had several several weeks to watch it. I, I wasn't able to. I was all down with the something last week and we were busy bef- the week before that so I wasn't able to do that um but I did this past week watch it and uh watched it with Uncle Mike and turned out he was uh, a huge John Wayne fan a huge uh, Clint Eastwood fan so man of my own heart on that especially an Englishman uh Brit but man oh man I, I don't know what it is old soul maybe I, I don't get it but Absolutely loved it. Um, enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, had a couple libations watching it, and uh, it was it was absolutely fantastic. You know, and, and and Mike and I talked about it. It was cool because I was able to kind of bounce things off him while the movie was going on. And the, some of the things I was telling him was like, you know, it's weird because, you know, and I can watch an 80s movie with popular – um, celebrities and actors that I know and that are still alive today. And I was alive in the 80s, and it seems very antiquated to me. And then I can watch something from 1964 <laughs> that just happens to be a Western, and I'm like, oh, my God, give me more. <laughs> I want. I wish this went on for seven hours because I would sit there and watch it. It's it, those stand, these, these shows stand up. I mean, ultimately, even though I don't, I'm not a John Wayne fan, the, it wasn't lazy writing. It uh, you can you can it resonates. That's a that's a classic. Period. So, uh, thirty second synopsis for those who haven't seen it. You want yeah, to, thirty second spoiler free. Yeah, thirty second synopsis. It's just um, if you're a fan of spaghetti westerns, um, it kind of follows uh, that same timeline, uh, and it's and it follows that same premise. Um, but you know, it's wide shot um, in. They say Wyoming kind of looks like Montana, big sky country, awesome scenery. It's been remastered, um, really cool. Um, you got John Wayne, who's um, you know a striking image of 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 a cowboy. You know the guy's what six foot four, you know, and booming voice, and he just the way things used to be. I think that the most interesting part about it is to see everything that was acceptable. <laughs> then that um is is not woke today um you know i mean one of the movies i had to watch he and and not that i'm supporting it in any way but um it was just it blew my mind uh that i I know john wayne chased a girl he was dating around town because he was angry with her and then put her over his knee and spanked her in public and it was like He's like, you're going to learn, you know, and I'm like, you know, that was acceptable, not only acceptable to do like behind closed doors, but that was acceptable to say, hey, let's put this in the movie, you know. Right. So, but yeah, it was, it was shot on scene. There wasn't, you know, um, there wasn't kind of like projection screens while they're watching riding horses and stuff like that. They're on scene and it was a, it was a classic Western and. To, to say any more would give it away and 
to me, uh, each one I've seen so far is so similar, but night and day different. And uh, I think it's similar because the scenery is the same. It, the, the premise, you know, the same. We're all in cowboy hats. We're all yep. in the West. We're all, we do the same. We are carrying guns. We're doing this. There's a sheriff, you know, there's a marshal. But, I mean, it's so cool for me to see Clint Eastwood and then to see John Wayne. And before, like, one or two movies ago, I never, I've never seen a John Wayne flick. And so, for me, this is like, wow, this is so cool. And Clint Eastwood has his awesome sides, and John Wayne has his awesome sides. So, it's it's super cool. Love it. Awesome, man. Yeah. All right, Todd Dillon. You had uh, The Curse of Von Dutch from Corey. The Curse of Von Dutch. So I'm going to come clean and say I didn't watch the whole thing. It's a three it's a three episode uh, miniseries, but I did but I did watch the first episode and I'll watch all three because I'm very intrigued by it because it's the true life story of a of a brand that we have all seen. I mean, if you've watched any of the uh, Fast and Furious movies, Vin Diesel's been in Von Dutch, and I didn't realize when Von Dutch was at its peak how popular it was and how much, I guess, I, I wasn't, I'm not a part of surf or skateboarder culture, uh, and so I didn't realize how popular the brand was. But it's a docuseries kind of chronicling the rise and fall of the brand and why a brand that was over, it was nearly a billion or maybe over a billion dollar brand that is now worth about $11 million and not, no spoiler alerts. Uh, but one of the best and most true statements is one of the, one of the co creators of the Von Dutch brand as we know it, uh, has a legacy of everything he touches turns to gold. And then two days later turns to shit is the perfect thing without really giving a spoiler because ultimately I'd be surprised if anybody on this podcast has any Von Dutch paraphernalia. And if they do, <laughs> if they have more than one. Right. But is that a question? One, Are you asking? One, one, Are you asking the group? I, I'm not, okay. uh, but I, I, I'm uh, one, one episode in and I will watch the other two and I give again, Corey, he's got my number right now. He's giving me another, Solid B, maybe even and again, see, depending on how all the, the things that get filled in, uh, this could go, it could go up from there. But right now, episode one, solid B. Man, someone's got to put Corey on his ass. Yes, with these picks. He can't keep hitting home runs every week, especially when he's not even fucking here. <laughs> but you know what? I, my heart is smiling because I know he's shaking that tortoise ass somewhere. Even though he believes he it's it's off it's oh, off Jesus. beat it's off rhythm yeah it's not right somebody else is taking video and it's going to blow up on tiktok but that's what he's doing right now yeah Corey ain't ended up on tiktok anyway greg <laughs> yes you had midnight in the garden of good and evil from todd that i did yes <laughs> so i'm not going to give a 30 second spoiler review because i am going to spoil it because i don't think people are going to watch it spoilers coming so <laughs> yes. if, you, if you if you want if you're interested in watching this movie <laughs> Turn if, away if, now. Yeah, if you're interested in watching Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, you might want to skip ahead maybe two minutes. Uh oh. Starting right about trouble. now. No, no, it was it was actually it wasn't a bad flick. Um, so it's weird because all the stuff that happened with Kevin Spacey. Yes. And now you watch this movie, which I think was like 1997, eight ish, something like that. Yep. And his mannerisms and the way he looks at John Cusack's character, you're like, oh. This is just creepy. <laughs> or or it was just acting. 
uh, <laughs> maybe I'm acting back then. And then when everybody found out, it was like, oh, that's what he does normally. So that's why it looks so good. Yeah. But uh, so Cusack is a writer. I don't know his name in the, in the movie, but uh, he goes down at the request of Kevin Spacey's character to write about his party. Okay. Through a magazine. Um, runs into a kid. The kid turns out to be a, a love interest mm-hmm. of uh, Kevin Spacey. And uh, just... Oh. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's so okay. like, weird. Like, if this I, is if, fraught if, with a lot of context that you have to give this review in. So I don't, I don't, I don't uh, the, the, envy the, your your position here, sir. Well, it's just because everything that came out about him, yeah. And then he had this uh, this this young man. I should I shouldn't call him a kid. He's a young man, like 20, 21, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that he has a love interest with. Right. And then he ends up dead. They have to go to a trial. They're trying to convict him because he's gay. It's down south. The whole thing ends up getting off scotch free. Scott free? Scott free. Scotch free. <laughs> just he didn't get any scotch either. Just checking. Mm. Just checking. It's like a relief hitter. He uh, <laughs> yours is way worse. So, but anyways, as as it's going through the trial, he consults. Kevin Spacey's character consults a, I guess it would be a voodooologist. Voodoo, yeah, there you go. A voodooologist who says, hey, you should be good with do this, this, and this, whatever. Gets found innocent. Cusack's character gets contacted by the voodooologist. Hey, we have to go do this little thing. They don't do it. Well, Spacey's character ends up dead at the end of the movie, shot by the young man. Okay. As like a ghost. As a ghost. At the end of the movie, they just cut to a scene of Spacey's character getting shot, falls to the floor. Next to him is the guy that he killed. Looks at him. Then they show an overhead view. Spacey's character is laying on the ground, and the other kid is gone. And you're like, what the hell? Just yeah, I spoiled everything. As I said, it's a spoiler. I don't. I don't. Uh, we we were up front. We we said I, I spoilers. Said it. I, there's exactly no way I could turn this off. I, yeah. So it was so weird. I think but, giving but, a spoiler so, filled review about a Kevin Spacey movie is probably okay these days. Yeah. Exactly. And, and exactly. It was so that, hard to find that movie perfect. too. Like, I had to rent the movie from. I don't even remember what it was from. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Like, I didn't mind it. It was, I mean, people aren't going to watch it because Spacey's in it and the whole thing that happened. I get that. Sure. But, like, sure. had I watched this movie, I'm like, oh, this is a really good movie. This whole thing. But if I never heard of Kevin Spacey and what he did yep. type of thing. But now you know what he did. So you're, like, watching him, his mannerisms, the way yeah. he's oh yeah, conducting himself. That's man. why I signed it. It's awesome in that way, isn't it? Yeah, it it was. It's actually it's it's crazy. It it, it really is. You you sit there and you watch just what he does, his mannerisms, and all the different ways he goes about dealing with, um, you know the the young guy. Uh, I don't know the guy's name. Um, yeah. And then and then yeah, the way he yeah the way that he looks at like Cusack's character because he's a writer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I read yeah. your book. Oh, it was a great book. 
and you're just like, God, this is just creepy. That's, that's all I could think of the whole time I'm watching. Like, this is yeah. so creepy. Yeah, the, because the whole point of watching an actor is to be able to suspend disbelief right. and see yep. him in the role and not as himself. And Kevin Spacey makes that almost impossible. Yeah, it, it, it does. It really does. If, if someone had never heard of, of of Spacey, then they could watch that movie and be like, oh, this is, he did a really good job at this and that. I'm like, yeah. But he knew. acted himself. He, when, yeah, he when, acted how himself. How many times can you see that? Can you you never ever see someone being themselves? But Ooh, I mean, I don't know. You, Charlie you, Sheen in you uh, think you, Two right, and a Half Men. Right. It's only <laughs> it's only with hindsight that you go like, was I really watching him be yeah. himself, or was right. I watching him act? You know. Yep. But I I have to say, Todd, you it, it was a good pick for me. I did enjoy watching it. It just it was just so weird. I don't think anybody would go and. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Todd wants the rating. What's it going to get? No, no. He already did. No, I'll, was, give him a, I'll give him nope. a. No, I'll give you a B minus. B minus. I'll take. I'll take it. I. I it is an intrigue. I think Greg, you'd say this. Like you said, uh, Kevin Spacey. We don't want him to be getting any royalties because he's a bad human being. But clearly, this is a piece of art that if he wasn't truly a scum of the earth. It's pretty good. I would have gave a spoiler-free review. Scum, but knowing how scummy he is, it makes that the the work scary and re, and relatable. It's 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 just like it's both sides of the coin. Yeah, it, it was. It brought around a lot of, um, I guess you could say, real life situations where rich people. This guy who's in a power of authority, like a rich individual, mm-hmm. typically in justice and stuff like that, they tend to get off. With no jail time, and no t- real punishment. And that's kind of the route exactly. that it was going. And exactly. then at the end, it just kind of threw you for a loop. And it was like, hmm, this was a real serious movie until they did that. And it's like, <laughs> did the ghost of this kid just kill him? Like, what just happened? <laughs> yes. Plus, I think Plus, I think for anybody who's transphobic, it gives you an opportunity to, to, to rethink your... That's your true. Box. Yes, there is a... <laughs> There's a transitioning individual in the movie who was absolutely was hilarious. F- <laughs> fabulous. Absolutely. <laughs> there were spoilers. I, I, again, I think this is a, I think it's a great movie. Again, I, if, if Kevin Spacey gets $1, it's wrong, but I think people should watch it because, oh my God, there's so much irony. I think that's I, what. I don't even know how to describe it. That's that's what did it for me. It was just because, like I said, you Even know what readers. happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Greg. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. You guys can tune back in. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. All uh, right. Todd, did you even hear that? Oh, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I had to watch uh, back in November 20th. I had to watch Gimme Danger. Uh, this is from Nick. Right? Yep. Uh, okay, so I'll do a spoiler-free review. Okay. Uh, so Gimme Danger is a documentary about the rise uh, and career um, of the Stooges, who, if you're, and it's not the Three Stooges, if you're a music fan, the Stooges were a Detroit-based uh, uh, late 60s, early 70s, um, I don't even know if you could call them punk but they were definitely like an indie the grunge. No, no, no grunge, grunge was like 90 Seattle. These, yeah. these guys were like seventies, like David, early David Bowie era. Um, it could be the start like of punk. M- MC five. Um, 
they they could be the start of punk, I suppose. Um, now we're we're I'm from Michigan, uh, from Metro Detroit. Uh, everybody in this podcast is from Detroit. Even Todd with his no, I'm not Seattle. I'm Waterf- not from Detroit. Seattle Waterfalls. He's from no. I'm no. from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, dude. I'm a cheesehead. No, you're not born there. You were born there. You were raised there. That's true. Yeah. So all where you where you raised, my friend. So Saginaw, Michigan. <laughs> Sag nasty. Lowndes County, Georgia. <laughs> uh, I so I I did not grow up listening to the Stooges. I, I I was aware of the Stooges, but I didn't listen to them until I was in my. They were a little after your time. <laughs> I didn't listen to them until I was in my in my late thirties, early forties, really. Um I do own one of their albums. Uh but my interest in the Stooges is really just because they're from Detroit. If I wasn't from Detroit, I probably wouldn't give them a second look. Um so this was a really interesting documentary because I really didn't know. I, I was literally more of a fan of Iggy Pop than of the Stooges. So and- Tell, tell the listeners who Iggy Pop well, is. Well, Iggy Pop yeah. was the front man for the Stooges. He was okay. the he was the lead singer for the Stooges. And you know, if you've ever if you've never listened to the Stooges, never watched the Stooges on stage, never seen any footage of them at a concert, uh it was a it was tough they're they're a tough band to listen to. They're a tough tough band to listen to. I uh a lot of Iggy Pop stuff uh, I'm I'm a fan of, but very little of the Stooges am I a fan of. I, I had to look on my phone, and I think in my library I've got two Stooges songs. That's it. And so it was really interesting because there's a ton of shit that I didn't know. I knew about his, I knew about his connection with David Bowie. I knew about his connection with, um, with uh, the Detroit rock scene at that time. Um, but he just was a, a kind of a cat that, that it, it's tough to, tough to identify with, you know, a guy who just had a certain thing going on on stage and he didn't give a fuck what you thought about him or what you did to him. Um, he was very much, a about the art or the, you know, kind of in a way like a Jim Morrison. You know where? I mean, you could argue that Jim Morrison couldn't really sing. Uh, not at least, at least not for the first couple albums. But a lot of it was the performance of the work. And I would put Iggy Pop in that same. You know, the Stooges would would have been no one without Iggy Pop, because of the way that he conducted himself on stage and the way that he was a a stage presence. Um, that that you know uh, elevated the Stooges beyond something. A, just like a recording you couldn't just listen to the stooges you had to go watch the stooges and love them or hate them when you watch the stooges you definitely knew that you were watching something that had never been done before and had never been done uh, and really has never been done quite like Iggy pop did it so great pick um I, i you know if you've got any interest in the rock of that era or have ever heard of Iggy pop or been curious about Iggy pop, definitely catch uh gimme danger. And, it, and 
it was made by a guy named Jim Jarmusch, who has done a lot of different movies, like Coffee and Cigarettes, um, starring Iggy Pop, as well as other people like Jack White and White Stripes, Bill Murray, um, Tom Waits. A lot of them. He's got a huge and deep connection to the music world. And he directed the documentary. And he clearly has a love of the Stooges and a love of music from that era. And he really did something that was, you know, given their story, a hard, it was a difficult story to tell. So uh, I, so I would give it a, give it a thumbs up. Uh, a Todd Dylan grade, I'd give it a B plus. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that brings us to the end. So uh, having gone through the algorithm, um, Greg, do you want to oh, be Greg, Nick? Greg, do you want to be Corey or do you want to be Danielle? It looks more be like Danielle. You'll be in charge of the just, balls. Just choose. <laughs> looks more <laughs> like Danielle. What's that? Corey. You want to be Corey? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I have drawn Nick. Uh, Greg has drawn me. Uh, Todd has drawn Greg. And okay. Nick has Todd. Okay. Is everybody good? Yeah. Whatever. Todd, time. What's that? Todd, Todd, time. Todd, you have Greg. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to kick it off here because I had picked something out for you, Nick, originally, and then I had to change it based on Greg's review. So, okay. Um, Nick, you have the usual suspects. Okay. And I'm, I'm really trusting that you haven't seen that movie. I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) Who's in it? None of your damn business until you. Oh, well, maybe I'll start watching it. Maybe I've seen it. Uh, I guarantee you haven't seen it. Okay. Okay. Might be a free a week. Free. Whenever I get you, Nick, I have a great thing for you to watch. Okay. I can't okay. wait. All right. Uh, Todd, you got Greg. Yes. Uh, Greg, have you seen Ray Donovan? Yes. Oh, that's a good show. Can you come back to me, Bob? <laughs> come back to you? All right. <laughs> All right, Nick. All right, well, I was, well I'm, I'm sure that if you've seen that, you seen. Have you seen Shameless? Yes. Wait, hold on. the The original Shameless or the U.S. Shameless version? U.S. Shameless. U.S. Okay. And Todd, have you not seen the original British Shameless? I've not. Okay. Um, ooh, ooh. Greg, you got okay. you got me. <laughs> Greg, you got me. Have you seen Don't Fuck with Cats on Netflix? I have. I have been assigned that, sadly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to sit through it. That was crazy. Um, well, I'm I'm just trying to pull my role of Corey here and do the old. Uh, all right, documentary. so let's, let's the move. Devil Next Door. Uh, the documentary on yeah, Netflix. I swear, yeah, that sounds like I think it's I a, gave it to him. A, I don't know if I did, but it's World a, War Two. Nick Pick back in the day. I know I've seen it. Okay. I know I've seen. I mean, there's a ton of episodes, but <laughs> not sure whether they do anything. But Nick, you got, you got Todd. Yeah, Todd, you say you saw the Highwaymen, right? I did. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So how far back did this? Because I'm looking at Todd's to see. Did you just not update things before then, or? 
No, that's Todd. No, no, because Todd was uh, the most recent uh, full member of the podcast. That's this is everything that Todd's been assigned. Oh, it has. Oh, yeah. Todd. Todd started. Uh, so why December twenty twenty? Why am I not seeing my favorite? Which thing one to assign? Here. Uh, which dark which is dark? Because you haven't assigned <laughs> it to him yet. Todd, you haven't seen Dark. I'm not. Have okay. Have you seen? <laughs> there uh, is. Have you seen? I know. I people know. I love to give this out, but have you seen? Um, uh, what's the what's the one the guy from from Friends that I we're, we're, you and I were Friends? talking about? Hold on, hold on. The whole nine yards? No, no, no. <laughs> Phoebe's brother from Friends. Oh, Giovanni Rubisi. Yeah. What's the one I gave you? The one that you gave that you me? wanted to see. So, oh, Sneaky Pete. Oh yeah. Did you see that, Todd? Uh, I think I've watched a, one or two episodes of Sneaky Pete. All right, I, just watch for Dark. whatever reason. It just watch Dark. Never mind. <laughs> but you can still give him Sneaky Pete. No, he only watched a couple episodes, and if he's not going back, then it means he probably doesn't. No, no. Like well, it, I was going to say, it, I wasn't put off by it. it. It didn't grab me so much so that I had to, for whatever reason, and I, I couldn't even tell you why not. There was something about it where either it didn't latch me into going, I have to watch this until I know where this is going. All right, watch Dark. You can watch subtitles or dubbing. It's a German show. Okay. Super. I think it's super cool. Greg supposedly is going back to it, but who knows? <laughs> I have not yet, but I am. I, I am planning on watching the uh, the dubbed version because I can't follow along on the. Uh, no, it's it's good dubbing. I would I would watch the the English dubbing. It's, it's good dubbing. It is. All right, Todd, you still got Greg. Yep. Uh, have you seen? This is a newer movie, so that's what I'm I'm trying to figure out where I can thread the needle because I think he does watch. He watches things. So, those who wish me dead. What is it? Those who wish me dead, Angelina Jolie flick. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that. There you go. It's 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 relatively new, but it's it should be available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the services. If not, I'll pay. If you don't like it, I'll pay you for it. <laughs> it cost three hundred and seventy-five dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's likely so, cost Todd. No. Less than, if, if, if it's payable, it's likely two ninety-nine or less. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> what I paid for Midnight in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. All right, Greg. That's that's. Uh, we're down to you picking, giving something to me. You you want me to? We can you, start picking the weekend, then come back to you if you want. Have you seen Ash versus the Evil Dead? Oh yeah. Damn it! I kind of figured you would have all because, but do you want to? Let's go to pick of the week, okay. and then I'll. I'm I'm just searching through a few things, and I'm trying to find something good. Well, naturally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of bad. All right, so uh, and some ugly. So let's move into pick of the week then, and we'll we'll circle back to Greg for his assignment to me. Okay, so if you're new to the show, pick of the week. Uh, this segment, uh, similar to Gentleman's Agreement, this is a, a, a something that we want to recommend to not just our co-hosts on the show, but also to the audience, to you, to our listeners and, and viewers. Uh, things that we have now. This is just, not just movies or TV shows. These are could be something that we bought, something that we tried, something that we ate, something that we experienced uh, that we wanted to share. Um, but it's definitely a pick, so we've had some experience with it. We've, it's either been something that we've bought, some place that we've been to, something that we've tried. So um, I guess we can kind of leave it at that. But uh, that is essentially what what the pick of the week means. So uh, just does anybody want to kick it off or... 
Not you, Greg. You keep working on the. <laughs> I think I have a movie. Okay, go go ahead. Um, I am Bruce Campbell. Oh, you son of a bitch! Uh, <laughs> where, where can I find it? Uh, I'm not. I'm looking it up right now. I was trying to remember the name of the movie. I mean, I'll pay for it. Yes. Um, but it's obviously a uh, like a. Or my biopic. name. It, it's it's my name is Bruce. My I'm name, sorry. My name is Bruce. Yes. I am positive I haven't seen it, but uh, it sounds like something I would love. Yep. Why? Because I'm a huge Bruce Campbell fan. Yeah. If oh, you like Bruce Campbell. Means. So Bruce Campbell's from Detroit. Yes. He was, he was uh, him and Sam Raimi, who was a director, made Evil Dead, um, Evil Dead 2, uh, Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. And then they did this uh, show called Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is the last thing he just asked me if I had seen before. But So he's a big local talent who's one of those, you know, uh, movie actors from Detroit who made good and is still working today. Okay. <laughs> All righty then. Next, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, any yeah. of that means. I, but I, I lost interest. I lost interest. Sure. Uh, okay. So I will, uh, I'll go first uh, for pick of the week. Um, I can't believe that I haven't done this as a pick of the week before, but uh, but I haven't. Um, and I'll go off my last last pick I did in November, which was a book. So this is a uh, if you're interested in uh, something that's on the British British sensibility for sense of humor, um, something that's a little bit science fictiony, something that's a little bit um, comedy and satire, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh yeah! If you've never read the book. Now, some of you might know there's a movie called Hitchhiker's Guys of the Galaxy, which was done with uh, Sam Rockwell and Zooey Deschanel and uh, a couple other... Zoe. Uh, Zooey, actually. But that's that's cool, man. <laughs> you just jump in my, on my pick and correct my pronunciation. Anytime. Zoe, you bitch. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I challenge you, sir, to go out to her... Uh, IMDB profile and look at her the spelling of her name and that's not it's yeah not some Zoe. some dude makes thirteen fifty an hour. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they were all based on a series of books by Douglas Adams called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, one of my absolute favorite books to read. There's uh, it was originally supposed to be a trilogy. In fact, he still built it as a trilogy even after there were five of them. Um, but uh, fantastic books. I've literally read them to my kids out loud. Uh, they love them at many, at many ages. Uh, Todd knows the book. If you're a, if you're if you're a college student out there, then you'll love it. Absolutely, give it a give it a try if you're if you're trying to look for something else to look. This is cool. I'm just going to shit all over whatever you're going to say. So, which I can't wait for. So, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, check it out. That's my pick. Greg. Nice. <laughs> uh, Greg, your pick. I do. I have one. Um, All right. The Big Blanket at thebigblanket.com. Yeah. Um, it is a 10 foot by 10 foot blanket. It's amazing. <laughs> it's. <laughs> now, it's I, I'm going to give you props on that because it is tough to find oh, well for said. a tall man a blanket that su- sufficiently covers you. Correct. Don't even start, dude. Jack has still got his toes going off the end of the bed. No, no, so. no. It's <laughs> it's Christmas time. 
I'm got perhaps you a foot Santa, blanket, Jack. Perhaps Santa will get him <laughs> yes. a long blanket. No more cold feet. <laughs> <laughs> so the big blanket. Big blanket. Yes. Okay. Um, Katie is buying blankets for the movie room. You know, okay. uh-huh. it has to have movies. Yeah. With blankets. Um, well, sure. Your house is sixty-two degrees. That's right. That's right. The basement. I can't even imagine. Don't have one. Oh, not to worry. That's oh, why I can't it, imagine it. Yeah. This house is like a basement. Pretty much. Um, and as a joke, he's like, I'm going to get one of these. I'm like, Jesus, really? Because I started looking at I looked at it on my phone. Now you get the ads every two minutes on oh, yeah. everything. Um, and as we are driving home from my mom's last week, she's like, oh, yeah, I bought one of those. I was like, oh, better they came in. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's awesome. It's like you can be, you could be arguing. Did you apologize still. almost immediately? Uh, oh yeah, as soon as I came in. I'm um, sorry, babe. You're so smart, and I'm so stupid. We were we were up north. Uh, so we were at my mom's two weeks ago. We were up north last week. She's sitting on one couch. I laid down on the other couch, and you can both have the blanket. Uh huh. And be separated. That's, That's wonderful for people that don't want to be intimate. Exactly. <laughs> if you're fighting or you're yeah, arguing, you can be like, you know great. what? I still have this blanket. You can you, be in your bed. I'll be over here. You'll be over there. <laughs> yeah, but we're but both cold. Problem solved. Exactly. Sometimes if we're having a romantic evening, we'll push the beds together. Yep. <laughs> and and for those people that have kids and make a great fort, because you only need one blanket. For those people who are looking to do a threesome, you got plenty of room That's for correct. all three of you. Don't all need this kinds. Blanket. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wonderful. I love huge blankets, dude, because, yeah, I'm one myself, so I'm not as tall as you, but it definitely, there's a lot of blankets that are super soft six or, one? or comfort. Yeah. I thought you were so, more like 5'10". We'll see when you come over here. Um, <laughs> so that are like super soft and comfortable, but they're like these little couch blankets mm-hmm. and like your feet stick out and it's like... What the fuck is this? What am I going to do with no this? No more than 5'11". Little tiny. <laughs> Todd, you've been like, here before. <laughs> yeah, really. I know. That's why, that's why I'm so Were you not paying like, attention? No, you're... Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do. Yeah, it is, it is nice because you kind of just like, wrap up the blanket. and like, oh. Todd's waiting for someone to be like, how tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm six foot three. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so thebigblanket.com. I do believe that's the website. It is thebigblanket.com. We're sorry. We can't find this. Actually, <laughs> if you go, well, just type in blankets one time on your search engine on your phone, and then next no, time that's... you open up Facebook, you'll see thebigblanket.com <laughs> exactly. 14 times as you scroll down. Exactly. I don't and purchase anything exactly. from Facebook. I'm just saying. Well, you just, then you go right to their website. and mm-hmm. Todd, you got a pick? I do. Let's hear it. And this is And this is new. So... I think I don't know if I made this my other one the pick of the week, but I bought a Dow Strong knife based on that uh, Men with the Pot video a while back. Yeah. Uh, but I actually have a recent one that is an early Christmas present for me, and hopefully Mary's not listening. But uh, I guarantee dudes, she's not. That's fine, dudes. I bought the Barbecue Pitmaster and Meat Knife. It's an eight-inch fork tip knife with a bottle opener. Ooh, it is sharp as shit. Stay sharp. Badass does everything. Dow Strong makes really good knives. Spe- spell that again. D- Dow Strong. D- yep. D a l s t r o n g. And where did you find them from? Uh, because remember, we watched the man with the pot video with the pork belly. Yeah. 
And the men with the pot, they have the, they have that cool cleaver knife uh, with the curved edge, but they're always out of stock. You can never order it. And so I ordered the Dow Strong uh, version. Uh-oh, Mary's listening. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. <laughs> It's a really nice knife, Mary, and you're and you're and you're already reaping its benefits. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Damn interwebs. <laughs> but anyway, Dow Strong makes a re- they make really nice nice products. That's awesome, dude. Uh, what? So, tell. This is not. How is this different from the one that you bought from Men with the Pot? So you have to, So it's. It's. I gave you the specific one. It's in the Shogun series. Okay. Uh, it's called the Barbecue Pitmaster and Meat Knife. It's eight inches long. Okay. Thank Take you. a look at it, dude. It's. It's got a. It's got a forked edge. Uh. Very. The. Again. They're. They're. They. They offer you both German or Japanese steel. So it's folded multiple times. So it holds an edge really, really nice. Uh. You can. You. You can cut really, really precisely. And I did almost cut my finger off with my first one, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's a great, great cooking tool. They're balanced really well. They come with it in a really nice package. I, I I'm raving about their their brand, uh, and the two knives that I now have from them are pretty pretty fabulous. And I have some of the Kamakoto stuff, and their stuff is really good. But and even though it's cheaper than you know twelve hundred dollar knives, uh, these guys I think are batting. Better than for a price point. Nice. Okay. I mean, it's not a Ginsu, but you can't. <laughs> it is not a Ginsu. You can't chop through a shoe, but, you know. Um, so I'm going to yeah, cut my own shoes. Yeah, so I actually hey, oh, oh, almost oh, oh, sliced, my, sliced my finger <laughs> off uh, a couple weeks ago. But I was going to say, before I give my pick, that we can do this shot. Um, thank you. We're not going to interrupt anyone else but me. But thank you, Bob, for pointing that out. So, uh Todd, if you could pour your drink, your do, shot. Do you need some time right. to pour that? I'm, on he, I'm looking right I'm at on him, and he's just like, press, I'm on precious, precious <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, having a great time. Oh, let me just uh, get out the forge and start to build a build a rudimentary lathe. Oh. And I'll, hey, guys, I'm going to go shot. to the corner real quick and pick up another no, thing of crown apple. Hang on, these people I'm took ready. their bottle home. I have to go now to my stash. All right, Tegensu Knife. Cheers. Salute. Oh. All right. Uh, sweet Christopher Reeves. I'll make mine. Oh. We almost had a projectile oh, beer, beer sneeze go on right here. Did you say sweet Christopher Reeve? <laughs> I did. Oh, He's my Superman. God. <laughs> so. Uh, wow. if, I was, if I was struggling for a title for this episode, I might not be struggling anymore. Go right ahead. That's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, so I'm going to go for Rock Dove, uh, the Rock Dove store on Amazon. You can go there, R-O-C-K-D-O-V-E, no space. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the I told Rock- you I was going to shit all over what you said. So yeah, but you actually go. fucked up. I didn't. How did I fuck up? Because you said that you read to your kids out loud. Yeah. When they were small. What, what would you normally do? Just think it in your brain and hope that they picked head. it up. Exactly. I hope they're picking this up. Jack and Jill. He, he goes, I actually read this book to my children out loud. <laughs> exactly. That's why I lost not it. Not sure what the problem Greg is. Greg lost there. it too. I could read to anyone just not saying anything. 
I wasn't paying attention. Why would you do that? Exactly. <laughs> so this is the Rock Dove store. It's yeah, it's for whatever. It's for it's for I love you, buddy. It's for house shoes. Don't fucking touch me. It's for it's for house shoes. Um, oh, more house shoes. Yeah, that's, you, what, that's what this podcast needs. Exactly. House shoes. Dude, we all need them actually. But the Rock Dove store, they got seventeen thousand four hundred twenty-six. Honestly, Rock Dove like R O C K D O V E with no space. Yep. Got it. Someone should fix the camera. They're they're actually they're actually the they're actually the shoes that they're actually the shoes Thank that you. that Cor- that Corey has the house shoes that Corey has the house shoes that I have. Uh, um, they hey, didn't Corey also give like a pick of the week for his own house shoes? Were they also rock doves? No, um, no they can't be. Rock I think doves. those are titties, dude. No, yeah, I think they were sneaky Pete's or something. they allow him to sneak around at night and drink when no one's around (laughs) that makes sense no but he he may have he has a pair right over there but i also like he left his fucking shoes here in your house he leaves a pair at my house no you gotta put your fucking foot down somewhere man i do in a pair of rock doves (laughs) that's where i put my foot down and thus they're they're getting a great review yeah i love it i I actually i was so disgusted when i found Corey's uh pair of house shoes that he left here so they were like the second hand version they were like the version that he was like all right i've worn these enough around my own house i'm gonna get a new pair and these are gonna be my retired (laughs) pair that i so you can imagine the state they were in but the cool the coolest part about these uh house shoes is that they're machine washable, like all the way. They're not going to come apart. So those babies, the second I found them next to that table, went right into the fucking wash. I washed the fuck out of them, and now they're nice and clean sitting there because they're Corey's shoes that, he, you know, it's like it, it would be like him leaving a pair of socks, and every time he came over putting on the same pair of socks. That's disgusting. Yeah, but on the other hand, you are also now washing Corey's shoes for him. No, I'm washing Corey's shoes for me. <laughs> his uh, his okay. are uh, fair, fair point. Yeah, okay. From Gumbies.com. Yeah, his yeah. Outback slippers. Yeah, he likes Corey's are. Yeah. Yes, because he, he, I, I go, man, those look comfortable. Where'd you get that? He sent me the link. He loves. It. He loves okay. Gumbies. But yeah, he says they're. But same you premise. Use your words, man. We're on a podcast, uh, like an audio podcast. Uh, you know what I mean? They're. Uh, he says uh, he you likes know. Them. So the, so these are uh, so the Rock Dove sh- are, are they got memory foam lining? Okay. Um, they've got like um, like some I don't even know if it's like a wool on the outside and like a fleece on the inside, but they're super comfortable. Um, rubber sold uh, house shoes. You can wear them outside. You can wear them inside. Um, Twenty one ninety nine. They have almost eighteen thousand five star reviews on Amazon. So awesome. Nice. Yeah. All right. Pretty cool. Well, you can't go around with 18,000 five-star reviews. No, you can't. And according to Corey, all right, you and your fucking reviews. (laughs) (laughs) They're not my reviews. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in next week. We'll be back with more shenanigans. On behalf of the Schnotzcast, this is Bob and Nick and Todd and special guest Greg Gumtoe. And Corey, the dancing machine, Seleski, wishing you a happy, happy week coming up. We'll see you next weekend.